Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, 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 this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I'm Andy Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I am Sam Nisley Delaney, so what? Welcome along to Life Logistics, we're here to help you with your problems and wars yet again, and they still keep coming in like a tap that cannot be turned off. The world, or at least the Top Flight Time Machine listenership world, is full of problems. But uh, thank fuck we're here. Well, that's life, man. We've all, we've all got problems. Problems never stop coming. It's taken me to this age to really get a hold of the fact that the problems never stop. The only mm. thing that changes, the only thing that can change is you inside yourself, right? Mm. But, but Because there will never not be problems. Like you spend a lot of time thinking, well, if I can just, I don't know, you might think, <clears throat> if I can just get together with that person or if I can just get this job or if I can just get that pay rise or if I can just have a slightly big house or whatever, whatever. And you think that there are a certain amount of things you can surround yourself with that will incubate you and protect you from problems. But every country's got problems. Every problem's got... So the only difference is, and not even money, in my opinion, not even money can stop problems. It's just different sorts of problems occur, right? Do you know know what... I was going to say, do you know what the best thing to do with problems is? Fucking deal with them. Don't yeah, bury right your head in that. the sand with your problems right. ever. That's the Run worst at the cunts. thing. Run at yeah. the cunts, fucking yeah. full steam. I imagine, have like that imagine all the time. you've got laser beams that shoot out your fingertips. Yeah. Go at your problems with them and zap but, them. But that said, if you're having a bad day and you feel overwhelmed, because overwhelm is a big thing in people's mm-hmm. lives, don't feel like we're saying, right, you've got to fucking jump on it today, right now. Take your time, take a rest. But just resolve that you will fucking face this down because burying the end of the sand won't get you anywhere. And the thing is, if you once you've dealt with it, the next time it comes along, and it will fucking come along, you'll be better prepared. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? And it because feels really good. If you've got like a bill to pay or something that you haven't paid for ages, oh, or if you've got the liberation some of it. bit of admin, even if it's just something really dull, some bit of personal mm. admin you need to do, sitting down and getting on with it, you feel good afterwards. Do you know I what I did? Do. I asked my wife to give me a special sticker every time I've done a, I, I've done a task. So if I've had to, like, submit something to the VAT office or if I've had to send an important email, she has a sticker system. And I go, it's time for a gold sticker because I did I paid that bill that I haven't been paying for a long time. And that, there's a system of rewards that motivate me. It's the carroted stick system. 
Carrot and stick. But Carrot in this case, stick. it's a sticker and stick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I so, don't know how much of that was true, what you just said there. No, it's, it's really sad that you think that could be true. But then again, I can see your point of view. It could be. But no, I don't have a sticker system. I don't have a sticker system. Well, if that works Mother, for you, then do it. Can you, Mother, can you drop around some more stickers? I've had such a good week. Oh, God. Husbands and wives where the husband calls the wife mother. Oh, man, that's, that's telling. John Lennon used to call your owner mother, didn't he? Oh, fucking hell. How does that? Anyway. Uh, it's horrible because how does it work in in bed? Do you know what I mean? Well, exactly. And I mean, it's they disgusting. didn't even have kids. I don't think at that point they didn't have they did from other marriages. I um, yeah. I had a uh, my my life logistics problem at the moment is that the cat just never stops puking. It's believing. Oh, really? Every meal my cat has, it sicks up. So I don't understand why it's not really skinny, to be honest, unless it's out eating mice on the sly, right? Because because it just pukes like you feed the cat and then you'll be in another part of the house and you just do this. It does a really big build-up. And, like, and it, you go down and the exact food, it's not been digested, the exact portion of food that I've just served the cunt up, like maybe 20 minutes beforehand, is now lying... Oh, still warm, hell. all disgusting, on the floor, right? If we're lucky, once he did it on the table, right? And oh. and it's like every meal. And I, there's nowhere around. We've tried different foods. We've given him smaller portions. We've done everything. And it, we've been told to the vet loads of times. The vet's like, yeah, some cats yeah, that just do that. sometimes. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a puke. It's, it's a phenomenon that the vet world is yet to get to grips with. It's what we in the vet game call uh, a mystery. But, you know, I'd best love to help. It. I'd love to help. And, you know, but trust me, you could go to fucking Timbuktu. You could go to the fucking, you could go to the top of a mountain in fucking Tibet and ask the Dalai Lama's vet. And even he will tell you the same. No idea, Can't, mate. Don't know, mate. No fucking idea. Can't Have a go to Scooby. <laughs> it is the one thing that us vets I, I have no fucking idea about. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna diagnose it here and now for you. I think it's post-traumatic stress disorder after the tail incident. No, but he was doing it before the tail. All oh, right, it's not that then. <laughs> but it could be to do with his rampant anxiety, anyway. Yeah, because well, he's, he's as, I, as I've discussed before, he's always anxious. He's a neurotic, mm. and the puking could just literally be could be his stomach because yeah. you feel it in your stomach when you have bad anxiety, don't you? And he, it yeah. might just be that his stomach is constantly very tight, tight mm. like a tiger, and he mm. has to um just throw up Oscar's, all the time. But Oscar's I can been tell you, it's disgusting. Paws. Oscar's oh, yeah. been licking his paws a lot lately, which is another sign of anxiety, which is what he's got as well. Um, yeah. And then on Saturday night, he was like going, oh, oh, because oh, oh, he'd obviously eaten some fucking hair and it got yeah. off his paw and it got stuck in his throat. So I just sat, sat, that, sat there looking at him for half an hour while he's going, oh, oh, and then a little bit of sputum came out. And, you know, you I was trying that, to watch fucking Match of the Day. You didn't at any point contemplate putting your hand in his cat mouth and pulling it out. Pulling out what was no, it was him. it was it wasn't in the mouth, it was in the throat. You could just tell. Yeah, yeah, but you just... got you put your hand in the cat mouth and down oh, the cat throat. No chance of putting my hand in his mouth. No chance. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have a fucking finger off. 
<laughs> so you're on your own here, Oscar. I don't know what's going. So, I don't know whether you're going to survive this. You could die, but there's not there's nothing I can do. So I might as well just crack on with match of the day. But I think I might have got on top of it. Well, it was it wasn't match of the day. It was earlier in the week when it started happening. I started walking him more and exhausting him, and that's meant to be a good remedy for the anxiety thing. I mean, you can't do that with the cat. You can't take him for yeah. a walk. Do you know what I mean? Well, I've when seen it could, done. But it looks silly. I've, yeah, I've seen it done. Yeah, I've seen it done as well. I've seen people take rabbits for a walk. Have you? I've seen someone take a um, duck for a walk when I was a kid. There was a there was a local. There was one of the mums at the school, at the primary school. One of the other kids' mums fucking used to rock up with a like a well, it might have been a goose. It was certainly a white duck or a goose, but Fuck it yeah. was on a fucking lead. I tell you that much. With a very little tiny collar and its thin neck. Yeah. Fucking affectation trying to be quirky, I reckon. Definitely. Oh, look, Jemima Paddle Duck's here to see you. <laughs> Fuck off. Get that thing out of the way, I'll fucking cook the cunt for Christmas. No, it's very simple. This is a very simple <laughs> transaction. We take the children to the gate of the school and we push the cunts in and then they learn stuff, right? If you turn up with <laughs> your duck, they're all going to be gathering round. They're all going to be gathering round, looking at it and talking to it. And then for the first 10 minutes, once they're in there, they're all going to be talking about this fucking duck. Fucking duck, no. You throw a duck into a situation like this and you get mayhem, right? And Just there is get a them fucking... to the gate. Fucking, don't even look him in the eye. Push him in the gate and say goodbye. Kick him up the fucking arse through the gate if you have to. And then don't look no back. Ducks. No ducks. No fucking, I'm putting a sign up, no ducks. It causes mayhem. And there's, and you're fine because you fucked off with the duck. You're off doing your day, your, whatever your fucking day job is, you and the duck, right? You haven't you're got not a job, about you know that much. <laughs> but back at the fucking school... It's the kids, the the teachers are having to deal with fucking duck mayhem or the duck chat non-stop. They don't get anything done. There's, you've got to think of the collateral damage that a duck can cause. <laughs> Taking your fucking duck to school. Take your duck to school, dear. Fucking hell. Ah, shall we do some life logistics? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> right. Um. Hazelin Island. Regular contributor, um, yeah. as, as her name suggests, is in Ireland, but yeah, came to a enough. show in Edinburgh, I think she came to, as a birthday uh-huh. treat. don't know if you remember that. I think I remember. Um, Did we meet her? No. I think we might have met her. No, all right. No, don't, don't think so. Must have been another Irish hazel. It's all a blur, isn't it? Um, and she says, please could you rank the popular on-demand TV services from best to worst in your opinion? Thanks. Mm. P.S. I can't get BritBox because I'm foreign. Um, what's the best well, one? Well, I don't have BritBox. You do. You never updated us on the quality of Spitting Image, which is what you got it for. I only watched one episode. <laughs> put, put it that way. I only watched one episode. <laughs> that noise. If it was a written review, could you write that noise down and it could have your name underneath it? <laughs> Andy Dawson, Top Flight Time Machine. P-F-F-F-F-F. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah well satire is just an embarrassment really isn't it I mean yeah. it's embarrassing to do satire in some yeah. ways uh, alright anyway. so that's no good then well um, there's other good stuff on Brickbox it's got all the Victoria Woods I've seen on TV on it yeah, which has but, been a nice, a nice so what um, you're saying is it's a subscription service that gives you repeats yeah 
Well, yeah. That's well, not worth yeah. it. You can get that. You can get repeats well, anywhere. Well, it depends what you are. Not really, because all the stuff that's on BrickBox isn't getting repeated anywhere else. That's why it's on BrickBox. Get it on fucking YouTube, There's lots mate. on there. Nah, you can't. They've shut it down. Right. They've shut, them, they've shut all that stuff down on YouTube. I've been reading okay, the Victoria so- Wood book, which is really good, so it's been nice watching bits of that. As you go along, like when you read a book about a um, band and then you Mm, tend to start listening to their music. Yeah, a bit like that. Um, I mean, I don't know what else, but there's loads of Doctor Who on it. It's fucking Doctor Who box, basically. It's for the Whovians. The Whovians, yeah. That's what it's there for. No, I've always mistrusted the Whovians. Um, So that's good. Uh, Apple TV, I watched a certain amount of that. Have you watched that that thing, that Ted Lasso thing? everyone's talking about my sister directed the last two episodes of it did she yeah yeah she te- she was over here she lives in new york she was over here directing something she kept she texted me one day said do you want to go to crystal palace versus someone and i was like fuck off what do i want to fucking go to that for because i'm a cunt mm. right she was only trying to be nice because she wanted to see me when yeah. she was in town and i said what are you going to palace for anyway she's a fucking spurs fan but luckily, her American husband, West Ham mate, I fucking saw to that first time he turned up over nice here. One. I said, right, you, me. Right, we're going up the East River. He's from New Jersey, right? Yeah. I said, we're going up the fucking East River proper day out at the football, you cats. <laughs> he fucking loved it, though. He got absolutely fucking... It was still when I was with the drink and the gear. I was going to say, it was this Upton Park as opposed to the Olympic Stadium. Upton Park. Oh, yeah, yeah. he would have hated it. I haven't taken him to the Olympic Stadium. I'm too embarrassed. <laughs> I am, actually. Because he came and we went to a proper old West Ham pub in Plasto. We had a proper fucking day out. It was, it was you know, cold and rainy. It was all the fucking Jelly things. Deals. It was it was the West Ham way. Right. Rush. We we went round, I showed him, I took him round to see the birthplace of old Violet Crane to pay his respects. <laughs> I showed him all the places where fucking the, the twins used to torture people. Right. And um We had we had a pre match and a post match knees up. Yeah. Roll out the red carpet. We got one of our septic tent cousins over. We've got to show him to have a proper good time. No, he did like it, and then he got him a we got him a West Ham shirt and everything. So that's good. But she Spurs. But anyway, she went to Palace. So what's what's this? Well, she goes, I'm going with fucking what's his name, J- Jason Sudeikis. I went the actor. She went, yeah, that's what I'm here for. I'm fucking directing this show that he's doing Ted for Lassel. Apple TV. And I was like, sounds fucking shite, right? <laughs> fucking watched it with Len. It's brilliant. I love it. Is it? Uh, it's, right. I've said that on Twitter, and it sounds like I'm biased because she made, she directed the last <clears> two, but I really, really, really like it. It starts, and you think, nah, it's a bit of a generic sitcom, and the premise, you think, all right, it's yeah. an American managing. It's a fish yeah. out water. He's, a, he's uh, a fictional Premier League team called Richmond, and it's like, you think, nah. But then what it does is it has, um, I think it has more depth than the average sitcom. And he is a brilliant actor. He's very charismatic, um, Jason Sudeikis. It's got some really funny characters. It's got really good female characters in it. Um, I really like it a lot. Because I watched I like the first one and I thought what you just said. Bit generic. The, 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 yeah, and, and the, the sort of attention to detail about the football stuff got on my nerves because it was like not accurate. Yeah. Do you know but what I mean? you really, I, I agree with all of that. But if you, I, I guess I probably stuck with it because of her, but also because I was watching it with Len, and from his point of view, this was a f- about football. It was like so he was just sort of, 
Yeah, just like fucking watch it. I don't care. And I was like, nah, I watch it. It's all right. But then as it goes on, you get really into it because it's got real warmth. It's got emotional depth to it. You start buying into characters. You realize it's not just a sitcom where it's like set up gag, set up gag. You sort Mm. of get into it. There's only one thing about it I don't like, which is the the bloke who's supposed to be the former owner of the club is supposed to be a kind of a wide boy, I guess, in the sort of Simon Jordan, David Sullivan, Alan Sugar type, you know, working class lad made good um, who who owned his football club and then the the sort of premises he loses it in a divorce to his wife and then it's the story of her running it. But he comes into and he's supposed to be this charming... I tell you he's supposed to be like most actually. He's supposed to be a bit like um, Barry Hearn. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Hello, <laughs> yeah. gorgeous. Here I am. Here's the cunt. Here I am. You can sort of almost smell the other But the problem is, good idea for a character, but he's played by that cunt out of the gold blend adverts, who was then in, I oh, think, right. Buffy the Vampire Slayer and as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Tim, is it? Right, I haven't got that far. Right. I and thought you were going to see it. What? Gareth? Oh, I forgot his name now. No, not Gareth Hunt. Gareth no, Hunt? You- no, not him. The He's in this cafe Hunt. where he shakes the beans in his hand doing the wanker <laughs> signed. Right? No, he's played the, by the, the, gold, he's the, the sexy gold played, blend adverts. He's played by the ghost of Gareth Hunt. <laughs> Gareth Hunt. Gareth Hunt would have been good at this role. No, this cunt's name is Anthony Head. Yes. And he was then in Buffy right. the Vampire Slayer. But the right. thing about him is, when he, he played, he was the... He was the quintessential 80s yuppie in this gold blend. Do you remember? Cunt, wasn't he? Yeah. Because he was living in some flat and then a sexy bird from. Well, she wasn't sexy. She was. She wasn't, horsey, was she? Sort of. No. Nah. Well, yeah. it was all like, that's what posh people like, don't they? Birds that look like horses. <laughs> they do. Jalapeno. Jalapeno. I mean, I always thought Diana was overrated. <laughs> we go, oh, she's gorgeous. She's like a yeah. fucking horse, yeah, mate. Yeah, totally. Totally. Really plain. Not sexy at all. Not compared to her contemporaries, such as Sam Fox and Linda Lusardi. Exactly. The great common and women Maria of the Whittaker. year are far sexier. Lorraine <laughs> <laughs> Chase. Unis Stubbs. If we were still doing men's mags, I would definitely do Posh v Common, which is sexier. Molly Sugden, Wendy Richard. Wendy Richard mm. in Are You Being Served and EastEnders. Yeah. Was yeah. hotter than Diana. Sex, sexy in both of them. Yeah. yeah I always thought Arthur Fowler, you lucky cunt. Yeah. Uh, Punching above what, his weight. Yeah. No wonder he felt under pressure and had to nick the Christmas club money. Yeah. Yeah. True. Because he was thinking, how do I keep a woman this much out of my league satisfied? Yeah. She wants money things. coming in. Nice things. Diamonds. Rubies. <laughs> nights out up west. And Anyway, a man like me can again. afford a thing like that. It's by nicking the Christmas club, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was the first men's mental health story ever on British television, wasn't it? When he pulled yeah, that tree over. And, it, and, and, and like, in those days, of course, no one was sympathetic about mental health. And so we were all like, ha, ha, ha. And you fucking hell. You got a bit half a fowler, ain't you, mate? They still in do. People shed. still do that. Mm. People still do. Where were we? Poor old so Arthur. that's Apple TV. Netflix. Well, it's got other Netflix. things on Apple TV that are great. Uh, I <clears throat> really like um, the the two Israeli dramas that I've talked about. Fowler, Fowler. Oh, TV. yeah. And also Tehran, made by the same people, which I watched. Tehran, Fowler, Tehran. Fowler. Tehran, Tehran. Fucking amazing. About a Israeli spy, sexy female spy, 
goes behind enemy lines undercover to try and pull off a um, outrageous heist on a sort of some sort of electrical company where she's trying to like put down the uh, satellite, shut down a satellite so Israeli planes can fly over and like bomb one of their, um, you know, uh, bomb making factories or whatever. Yeah. And um, one of their military compounds. And, but she gets stuck behind enemy lines in fucking, right. in, in Tehran. And it is really. Fowder, fowder. It, it, yeah, it's very fowder, fowder. <laughs> and it is so exciting. It's so exciting. Okay. So those are both on there and Ted Lasso. So for that reason, I think it's really good. I got it for free because I bought a new laptop earlier this year. And when you yeah. buy a new Apple product, you get Apple TV free for the first year. You get a year, don't you? Yeah, I bought an, a, yeah. a, an iMac a while ago as well. Ooh, listen to him. Ooh. He bought an iMac. Um, um, yeah, so that's uh, so that's decent. Um, there's Disney, good stuff on all of them, though, isn't there? Do you know what I mean? I can't well, you got to say, what's the, the best. best overall is Netflix because it's the biggest. It commissions like nobody's business. I mean... There are non-stop fucking shows on Netflix, aren't there? Mm. Um, I told you about the sexy Swedish show I told you about last week. Yeah. We liked it so much, we thought, let's see what other Swedish programs there are. And there's one oh, called Bonus Swedish Family. Right. Yeah, now we're on a Swedish robot. There's one called Bonus Family, and it's sort of funny, comedy drama, again, right. um, about... It's sort of like a Brady Bunch situation where there's been... Like a couple have got divorced, they both got together with new people, and they both basically inherit other people's kids. And right, it's just yeah. about the drama and all that. And it's quite funny. There's some very funny right. bits in it, but it's quite real as well. But the real bonus of it is that the extremely sexy woman who I felt, yeah. you know, you get a crush on someone you're watching a TV show where it almost feels real. Like you think, oh God, I'm not going to be able to stop thinking about her. That was uh, the woman no. in. In Love and Anarchy, right? Right. Love and Anarchy. Yeah, you probably felt that about Wendy Richard. When EastEnders well, first started. Yeah. That was a long time ago, though. I've grown out of it. Anyway. No, go on. I really, for a man who goes on about not being triggerable, she really, I was like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed with this woman. And then she's only fucking same actress has turned up in this <gasps> other Swedish drama as well. Oh. So I've got no hope now. Bonus um, family. Anyway, I know some of the Bonus cunters. family. Did you see it called bonus? bonus? It's, a shit, it's a shit. That's what they call it in Sweden. But I, I was going to say that sounds, like a, that sounds like one of those compound German words that is what it describes. Bonus family. Yeah, yeah, I it like is. It. That is what I it like is. It. Well, in, in Sweden, they do, they speak Swinglish a lot of the time. So they've got little Swinglish. Yeah, and so when you watch these Swedish shows, it's really funny because they babble on in their Swedish nonsense and then they'll just suddenly throw mm. in a, a seemingly arbitrary British phrase, like yeah. in the middle of it all. They'll go, oh, blah, 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 and they'll go, fuck you, you fucking dickhead. Anyway, blah, 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 like that. And, um, but yeah, Bonus Family is what it's called, and it is literal. That's on Netflix yeah, that's as well, yeah. Call it. That's on Netflix. So Netflix probably is the, if you could only have one, you'd have Netflix, wouldn't you? Okay. Well, that, that kind of answers well, the I'm question, asking you, would you say that's true? Netflix. If Netflix only is have probably, one? yeah, it's probably the best one. Um, it's the one I turn to more than the others to look for stuff. But there's a great app and website that I'll mention from time to time called Just Watch. Yeah. And if you're trying to find out where something is that you want to watch or what service it's on, or if it's not on a service, put it in Just Watch because it's a search engine for all of the streaming Brilliant. apps. So it's a great and way of for films stuff. as well. Films as well. Amazon's yeah. probably best for films. Yeah. Amazon has pretty much every film, but and you often they, have they to pay. Just watch as well. It'll even tell you if you can, if they're available, you know, to rent or to buy online mm. through Sky Store or Amazon, you know. 
It's all if your there. kids want to watch it, let me ask you this. If your kids want to watch a film, right, <clears throat> they really want to watch it, but <clears throat> then you discover Sky or Amazon are charging for it, what's the limit where you sort of think, nah, I'm not fucking paying that? Because sometimes, like, my daughter wanted to watch Little Women, which apparently mm. is pretty good. And I said, all right, let's watch it. Because we all watch a film together on, like, a, at a weekend, and we usually sort of all try to vote and choose one that can satisfy yeah. all of us. We we so she was really pushing that one. She was lobbying hard for it. So then right. I said, "All right." So and then I look it up, and it was like eight ninety nine, and it wasn't available to rent, only to buy. Hmm. And I thought, "Fuck that! I'm not spending eight ninety nine." <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with that. I wouldn't spend that either. Yeah, she was. But then off. again, would you have gone out and bought the DVD of it for you want to watch? Yeah, it's and different also, times, would I have taken? It to, would we have gone to the cinema where you end up with four of you come away having done fifty fucking quid? Yeah, don't you? yeah. And, would you pay and, it? It's it's yeah. getting back to the Premier League pay per view argument, isn't it? I'm refusing to pay for pay. that. Yeah, it just seems so. I didn't understand why that particular film was more expensive than all other films. That was it. Yeah, I don't understand that either. Why it's not available to rent? That's. Yeah, I had what, the, what service I had the was that on? Was that on Amazon? Hub. It was either Sky or Amazon, I can't remember. Sky sometimes just throw you a curveball. Oh, yeah, yeah, do you want to watch this? It's really good. We've got it available to stream. All you have to do is press a button. You'll be watching it in a few fucking moments. Imagine that. Go on, give it a watch. All right, all right, all right, I will. Yeah, yeah 8 9 please, come. You can't rent the cunt anywhere. It's six ninety nine now on Sky. Six ninety nine on Apple. What the fuck is going on with Little Women, right? If anyone out Taking there knows, the get piss. in touch. Because I'm not fucking happy about this film. It what better is it? be is fucking it Dick- good. It, is it Dickens? It better be fucking good. It better be, put it this way, it's got to be at least as good as Revenge of the Sith, which <laughs> is the most dramatic film ever made and is available, I think, for free. So <laughs> I could just watch Revenge of the Sith. I can watch, in some ways, it's like, you might as well just watch Revenge of the Sith every day because all other films in comparison are quite slow and boring, whereas Revenge of the Sith is non-stop fucking beheadings, Child murder, volcanoes, suffocating your wife to death. <laughs> there is no film that's ever been made that has more non-stop fucking mind-boggling high-octane action than Revenge of Six. <laughs> and you can just watch that for free. It's and every other film, it? every other film has to be judged next to Revenge of Six because Revenge of Six is a film that makes the effort to be dramatic. The first scene is two cunts fucking jumping through space into a spaceship to rescue their fucking president and fucking behead some cunt on the way, right? Just for for lols. Then crash land in a fucking spaceship into a massive city. And then it just fucking builds from there. It's it's just relentless. And so unless... So so Little Women has to... For 8.99, I want Mm. it to be at least as good as Revenge of the Sea. Yeah. Probably isn't, though. Right, um, so I think we've agreed there. Netflix is the best, and Britbox yeah. is the worst. Yeah, and everything else in between is just a bit. Good comprehensive answer, that. Yeah, that was one. It is a good one from John Cod, uh, inventor of the Cod. <laughs> John Cod, I love it. In 1862, <laughs> he says, Hello, Sam and Andy, when is it acceptable to just give your children, 16 years old, he says, cash for Christmas? <laughs> I've got um, an answer. I've got an answer for this. Hmm. I say if they if they're not prepared to put forward a list of what they want by sixteen, because at yeah. sixteen, if you go out and buy them stuff that you don't know if they want it or not, 
you're just going to end up in fucking trouble because they'll go, oh, I didn't ask for that, I don't want that. Uh. That's fucking shit. 16-year-old <laughs> kids are going to tell you what they want. They're going to give you a list. They'll send you links of where to order it, if it's orderable. Mm. And if they're not prepared to do that, just give them money. But if they're asking for money, high chance they want to spend that on drugs and booze. Mm. Well... Who is needs cash worst? these is that, days? Is, is that the worst thing in the world? No, 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 no. Not cash. You put my kids have got put them it in debit their account. cards. They've got yeah, debit so cards. Mine. I got them on the old. Uh, there's special kiddie ones. Yeah, so put it on that. Then you can see what they've been spending it on. And if there's a cash withdrawal of three hundred quid at two in the morning, you know something's <laughs> amiss. Or you know what the dealers are like now. They've become so sophisticated. You probably can pay them by PayPal or oh, they even love that little PayPal machine. The market store. One of them little got... machines. Just type yeah. your card there, please. Here is yeah. your heroin. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I don't know. There's no answer to that. Then, Happy dragon. <laughs> That's what I'd be worried about. I'm thinking, what do you need money for? Just tell me what you want. I'll get it for you and wrap it up and all. That's I will all control right. your entire life. Get back to your fucking room. I'll tell you when mm. you come out. I'll tell you when it's here. Mm. If you want something from Eddie's, tell me. I'll go up there and get it myself. I quite like having a look around fucking pop around Eddie's anyway. <laughs> go in the ladies' knickers section and that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's that one. Have you got any more there? Yeah. Got time uh, for one more, emails in. Make it good. Uh, which one? Got time for We've one more, Pete, so make it good. Uh, Peter Lynch. Uh, I asked my I wife know. what she wanted for Christmas. She said, let's not get each other anything. I'm sure oh. she will end up getting me something. What do I do? Should I get her something? How much should I spend? Should I just fuck her off? No, you fucking shouldn't. She's your wife. Fucking yeah, get some... her a present, whether she likes it or not. Yeah, of course. She's trying to trick you, mate. Never, you. ever fall for that. Get her a present. When you say, how much should I spend? Well, it depends on how much you got, mate. But uh, So I can't give you a figure. But I would say just make sure it's like pretty much the best thing you, you can reasonably afford, right? Yeah. Because you that you can't fail that way. Mm-hmm. Why take the gamble of either getting a nothing or something that's a bit poxy? It's too much of a gamble, mate. And what else you can spend your money on? I'm assuming you love her. I'm assuming she puts up with a load of your bullshit, right? <laughs> so you might as well. <laughs> you might as well just fucking get her a present and sort of write a note saying sorry I'm such a cunt and that's not personal to you Peter Lynch I'm not saying that you are more of a cunt than any of the rest of us but let's be honest we're all cunts what you should do Peter Lynch is save some money not spend a great deal but get one of those um, cross stitch kits that are all the rage at the minute and just do yeah. a cross stitch that just says sorry for being such a cunt yeah oh that'd be great and give her that so then you haven't spent much, but at the same time you've got the message across. And then she can't yeah. she can't fucking outdo you on any level with that. Yeah, because be, be sure she will be trying to outdo you. She'll be trying to. I mean, I fell for this just one time, and it was Valentine's Day 2007, I think. it No, 2008, and um, my, you know, our, the girl one was only like what six months old or something right yeah and uh it was you know hell vietnam as we've discussed before <laughs> right we're both fucking hollowed eyed and just like fucking hell, shaking all the time and my wife has gone do you know what don't worry about valentine's this year she went it's ridiculous we're both knackered we both haven't got any fucking time to do anything let alone go mm. out and start 
getting presents and cards and we're not going to be able to go out anywhere. Let's just fucking skip it and do something when we're feeling a bit more energised, go for dinner or something. I go, all right, fucking Valentine's Day comes. She fucking cries. She gave me a card. I said, I didn't get you in the picture. It's all right. And then she cried. Oh, man. Lesson learnt, mate. Because at the time as well, she was. she's not... She's not emotionally volatile at all, my wife. I take care of all the emotional volatility in our relationship. <laughs> I got enough for two. So luckily she's not someone who you won't see her cry very often or anything like that. But it was like the the the, the state that you are in in the first mm. six, seven months of parenthood where you've never experienced it before. The For her, the hormonal fucking roller coaster. Yeah plus the sleep deprivation, all the rest of it, mm-hmm. right? Probably not feeling great about yourself either, physically, because of yeah. the, all the rest. And all and of those things. And then not get a card. Exactly. And I'm like, well, he said not to fucking get one. Yeah. Make your mind up, yeah. Make your mind up, sweetheart. One minute you're saying don't get one. Next thing, the fucking waterworks are getting oh, turned on. I've got on. a bleeding reader. My... Yeah, exactly. What do you want from me? Oh, dear. Do you want a cuddle? No, all right then. Listen, I'm going to pop out for a while. When I come back, maybe I'll bring you back some chips. Bye-bye. Ta-da. <laughs> I'm going to pop out and let you get over it. I'll pop out for a while because I'm still alcoholic, see? So it might help if I go out and drink heavily. <laughs> and as you say, a lesson learned, and that never happened again. Never, no. ever, ever. I mean, what's no. what, if you get something really good, Peter Lynch... Like Andy's cross-stitch um, suggestion, which shows a huge amount of thought, right? Then she she can't possibly get the hunt with you. Mm. You just go, look, I know you told me not to, but I just couldn't resist because my love for you is so immense. <laughs> did you do this because some men on a podcast told you to? You fucking uh, did, didn't you? Them. You fucking This isn't prick. you. This isn't you, Peter Lynch. This is not your kind of M.O., some cunt on a podcast that told you to do this. I'm not married to Andy Dawson and Sam Delaney. I'm married to you, oh, Peter Lynch. Oh, I, I fucking wish I was sometimes. <laughs> oh, it feels like I am. The amount of that <laughs> shit you keep coming out with. <laughs> oh, apologies to all the women and men and just life partners who have had to by proxy live with our <laughs> shit advice and worldviews <laughs> over the last two years. There should be a support group for um, you. Yeah, I will leave it there, I think. Um, that's the end of life logistics lots of problems solved again everyone's happy now um, thank you thank you all go back to your lives thank you so much we're so very grateful that we found each other What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 